I'm calling in the creator to the CEO who crave creating community and cash to create it like a boss. With me, Katrina Julia, as your host, multi-passionate entrepreneur, creator, and CEO who has walked from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, and continues to with experience in seven plus industries, 7,000 plus creators, and startups, two creators to Fortune 500 brands, including Google, NBC, Victoria's Secret, and more. If you are ready to create it like never before in faith, wellness, wealth, marketing, business, travel, and more, this is the show for you. If this is your time to have freedom in all forms as you create it like a boss, let's create it. Let's talk about Cyprus, Cyprus the country, not Cyprus, Texas, for those of you that may have immediately went to that from my past living in Houston, Texas and growing up in Houston, Texas and all of that. So I've now been in Cyprus for about two weeks since December 28th and I am staying here until January 25th, so a couple more weeks. And I shared a couple of uh, months ago on how and why I decided to do full-time travel again, and it really boils down to two large reasons. One, I love to travel, and the adventure, I feel like, ignites my soul and the growth that happens. Two, it is depending on where you travel and how you travel, it is less expensive to travel now than for me to stay in one place like Atlanta or Florida or California and have a regular apartment to rent or a mortgage. So just at a glance, my Airbnb for the month in Cyprus, including uh, taxes, utilities, Wi-Fi, everything, is a little bit over $1,000 compared to, and my groceries on average are about $30 a week, that, and I buy in North Cyprus. So if you don't know, Cyprus is a country as a whole, however, it is divided by is essentially UN peacekeeping zone that goes back to the Turkish inva invasion in the 70s. I'll be talking a lot about this in my top 10 Cyprus guide as well on the blog and the show. And um, meaning, and the, and the reason why I bring that up is when you cross from South Cyprus to North Cyprus, you actually pass through border control where you show your passport. And when you're renting a car, like I chose to rent a car for the entire month here because from a transportation standpoint, it is not like Mexico or Guatemala or Costa Rica or other countries in Europe like Paris or Italy where there's a Eurail and lots of buses, or, you know, et cetera, and transportation is easy or like in Central America, Colectivos. 
before I came, I was researching that, you know, in fact, to get around the island, that there's really not a lot of quote unquote public transportation. And if there is, it originates from cities that are, you know, more touristy like Larnaca or Nicosia, et cetera. And when I was researching, I found for the entire month a rental car for 300 euros, so about $325. So in, in comparison for that, it would have been about 70 euros just for me to get a driver from the airport to my Airbnb. So simply that round trip transportation would have been like $150 compared to me having a rental car for the entire month. So let me back up to the Airbnb and the cost, and then I'll get into some interesting stories with Cyprus too uh, that have happened the last couple weeks. So about $1,000 to $1,100, including everything, compared to when I was living in Atlanta last year, this time, in an efficiency in Buckhead, uh, compared to, just to give you a point of reference, when I first moved to Atlanta in 2010, I had a two-bedroom apartment with a garage, wood floors in a really, really beautiful neighborhood, similar to where like I lived when I uh, was there last year for $1,065, okay, 2010. So it wasn't that long ago. Compared to now, or not now, but this time last year, I had an efficiency that was $1,700 a month. So $700 increase, one, um, then that's not counting a, like, that's not counting electricity that was on average about a hundred dollars a month. So that's 1800. That's not counting Wi-Fi That was $55. So that's 1855. And then during the colder seasons with heat, my electricity would of course increase. And that's not including rentals insurance, renters insurance, which just for rounding sake, let's, you know, round it to $45 a month and say everything for the apartment itself was $1,900. Okay. That's not counting groceries that when I was in Atlanta last year, the groceries that used to cost me in 2020, say 30, 40, $50 were a hundred or more. So just for rounding sake, let's say a hundred a week, that's 2000, 2100, 2200, 2300. Let's assume a four week month. That's $2,300. Okay. Compared to in Cyprus, which isn't the cheapest country in the world by any stretch of the imagination, including groceries, it's about $1,200 a month. And I am staying, you guys, in a beautiful Airbnb that is two-story, in a beautiful neighborhood that is super quiet. I have access to two pools, two gyms, the beach and the coast is immediately to my left, like 10 minutes walking, if that. So that gives you a comparison on how the world is, has and is drastically changing. Not to mention, if I was in Atlanta right now, I would be freezing around gray weather, so which I don't know about you, dramatically impacts mental health. Because it definitely impacted me last year this time, even though I consciously made steps to join SoulCycle at their, you know, January special and go several times a week for unlimited. 
go to the Home Depot backyard athletic events, be around friends and community and so on and so forth, and focus on my purpose and passion at the same time, all of that weather and cold and financial pressure definitely impacted. So that alone is an $1,800 difference, you guys. Did I just count that right? 23, I think I was at 2,300 versus 11, 1,200. I don't know where I got 1,800. Did that count groceries? Anyway, 1,200. Still $1,200 difference, not to mention the uh, decrease in financial pressure, the much better weather, priceless. The adventure, which I'm going to talk about in a bit. So <laughs> the adventure starts with, so even before coming to Cyprus, I had research that the UK previously um, had, before the Turkish invasion, et cetera, and just so you know, North Cyprus is predominantly influenced by Turkish cultures and influences. The South is predominantly influenced by Greek. Uh, the South, the currency is the Euro. The North, the currency is the Turkish Lira. They do pretty much accept card everywhere, so no issues there. And then before that, I think it was around the 60s, I went to a museum yesterday at the top of Nicosia. Let me make sure what year it has. The UK was basically, um, so in essence, the UK retains a military presence in on the island in Cyprus to keep a strategic location at the eastern end of the Mediterranean. And um, also, uh, Cyprus, as a historical point of reference, it was, it was 1960. They gained its independence from the UK in 1960 after 82 years of British control. And then, of course, the history goes back even to biblical times, which I'm going to talk about in a bit as well as one of the sites I visited. So between the alignment between the weather, between, you know, the gyms and both of the gyms have saunas. I've definitely felt completely elevated compared to this time last year. I have been immersing myself in different things with the new year, as you've heard about on the show. I've recently been diving into the Damage Not Destroyed Transformation Church series. Um, I'm reading, I just finished Clearing Up Your Mental Mess book. I'm reading now Complex PTSD by Pete Walker. I also finished about two weeks ago the Inner Child Workbook. And in the midst of my vision activities, like I talked about in re recent shows, my top three, I've also been making time, of course, for workouts, for adventure, for connecting with friends and family. And um, speaking of adventure, back to the car, before coming, and this ties to the UK history, I had researched and found that the driving in Cyprus is very much still like the UK, meaning the steering wheel is on the right side. Uh, well, if you're facing the back of the car, it's on the right side. If you're facing the car, it's on the left side. In essence, the opposite of the United States and the opposite of most of Europe. Uh, you drive on opposite sides. So like typically in the US, if you would drive going, you know, one direction on the freeway, then that's going to be the opposite direction here. 
um, as well as in the UK and other countries that follow that as well. So it, like, and roundabouts, you go the opposite direction. And it was, I was definitely grateful that I arrived late in the evening in Larnaca so that I could take extra, extra time. And most cities I found, because I've been driving on average at least three to four times a week, really don't have traffic unless you're in the middle of like a city like Kyrenia or Nicosia and during certain times, right? Um, so when I arrived, uh, for the most part, I was really good, except for the next morning. It was two or three times, two or three times I turned in the opposite direction of traffic Thankfully, nobody was coming, um, and thankfully, I was able to realize it and turn around really, really quickly, right? Um, and then one of the other places I had flagged that I wanted to visit besides, like, the island is beautiful. You see the coast, you know, from so many different places. There's so much history with castles and monasteries and biblical history, like Salami Ruins, like um, St. Barnabas's Church, uh, Aphrodite's Rock, and so many different incredible things that you'll hear me talk about even more in the top 10. Um, within the last week to two weeks, I visited the Bella Pai or Bella Pies Monastery. I may be pronouncing that incorrectly. I learned yesterday, but now I'm like defaulting between the two. So it's up, it's in North Cyprus. It's up um, in uh, like on the mountains. It's once you start going up like closer, the streets get smaller and smaller and smaller. And some of them are quote unquote two way and you would swear that they're one way. And the monastery is absolutely worth visiting. It's uh, beautiful, goes back to like uh, uh, the Venetian timing. It's um, up a high above the island. So you get beautiful views of the North Cyprus coast. And I visited on a weekday. I want to say it was two or three euros um, that, um, I paid. And that's another thing I'm finding with the attractions here are very, very reasonable as far as cost wise and budget friendly. And, um, the weather just as a side note, it's been about 70 ish degrees. So some days in the sun, like I definitely go in just a long sleeve shirt or a short sleeve shirt, but then sometimes in the shade and the evenings, I definitely need a coat. And um, I've touched some of the water like with my feet along the coast, but between like some of the days that I've gone down to the coast, it hasn't been or felt warm enough to swim. However, this weekend I am planning on going to Ayanapa and one of the beaches, Konos Beach, is uh, really, really shallow. So I am speaking and hoping that it's going to be warm enough and that I will be able to get some sun and fun along the coast there and check out uh, Cavo Greco, the Lover's Bridge, and some other beautiful nature sites as well. Um, beyond the monastery this past week, I also went to Kyrenia Castle, which is beautiful. I posted um, a Instagram reel on my Instagram at Katrina. Katrina Julia Fit this week. It's a two-story beautiful castle that um, focused like historically, that focus, it's right on the coast of Kyrenia and it's along the, the um, harbor. 
And so it's a beautiful walk on a sunny day, which I went. And it's a 16th century castle that was built by the Venetians over a previous uh, crusader fortification. They There's also a 12th century castle. And it's amazing because when you walk on the second floor, you can see the um, capula or capitula or however you say. And they reused late Roman capitals. And there's a shipwreck museum where they had discovered, a scuba diver discovered the whole of the shipwreck and it's there in the museum. I think it was in 67, if I remember correctly. It's absolutely worth a visit. You'll see the beautiful colors of the uh, cypress water all around, around the moat of the castle. There's um, awesome ships. I'm planning to go back. My mom's coming to visit me in Cyprus and maybe take a boat ride up and down the coast just to do something different. Um, it was three euros to enter. And it's, uh, I brought my tripod, was able to take lots of videos, Instagram shots. There's so many beautiful shots all around that you can capture. And then um, the other place that I went to go visit this past week that I would definitely recommend is the Salami Ruins. And as I was researching different things biblically to visit in the world, whether it's Cyprus, whether it's Egypt, whether it is Israel and so many other places, the Salami Ruins came up as being tied to when Barnabas and Paul first came to start the Acts Church. And historically, Barnabas is actually said to have been from Cyprus and he returned to Salome and that's where they started the Acts Church. So one, I definitely wanted to visit when I was learning and Googling different things. And two, it's so beautiful. The city of Salome is relatively close to Larnaca. If you land in there from uh, Kyrenia, I think I drove about an hour, hour and a half. And pro tip, the GPS on Google did not lead me exactly there. Um, it led me actually about probably about a mile down the coast. And then what I ended up doing is um, I looked for someone to ask and, you know, get help. And I found this Russian guy walking because he was like, are you Russian? I was like, no. Um, and he told me like to go back to the other roundabout and I couldn't find it from there because the signs for the ruins were in the opposite side. If you're coming from the opposite side of the roundabout, I later found out. So I made the executive decision and this is what I recommend is first go to the Barnabas monastery that's really close to the ruins, that's close to Farmagusta and uh, which is absolutely worth um, seeing too. I think it was two or three euros as well. And then from there, when you leave to the left, you take the first roundabout to the left, then the second roundabout to the right, and you'll see the signs that clearly direct you to Salome Ruins, which was also about three euros. Like you can see there's a trend of like attractions here, right? And it's at the base of the Carpaz Peninsula. Um, parts of the ruins are very well kept, like the courtyard is amazing. And one of the pools with the um, statues around, with the um, different statues around is very well preserved versus the other one isn't. And the capital of Cyprus goes back as far as 1100 BC. And Salami survived the occupations of the Assyrians, the Egyptians, the Persians, and the Romans. 
And it's the, the ruins themselves are about a one square mile extending along the North Cyprus coast. And I'm getting a lot of this information also from cypressparadise.com. So shout out to them as well as they have definitely helped me with uh, insights and North Cyprus. And the relics go back to, there was different relics found uh, in gold coins dating from 411 to 374 BC. And it's said that a earthquake destroyed the city in 76 AD, after which the gymnasium with its colonnaded was built up by Trajan and Hydrian. So there's a lot of also, of course, Greek and Roman history. And there um, along when you visit or if you visit the the uh, ruins, you'll find baths, the pools, there's steam baths, and they give you a great map when you come in. And um, you have different periods that they highlight. And in the guide, they really talk more about the Roman or the Greek periods. And the Christian was really pre-400 AD. Uh, the the um, Colosseum that's there, so to speak, or the, uh, the uh, Colosseum, I'm looking for a different word. In any event, the um, where they held, you know, different battles or different things. I think it's Colosseum. Why am I my brain farting on one on the word? But in any event, the um, when you walk through like the grounds, you'll see uh, you'll see, of course, along the coast, the water. You'll see the courtyard, the pools, the baths, the the um, amphitheater as well as in the Colosseum on the edge. And I ended up being there right at around sunset, which I highly recommend. And I think it was like 20 or 30 people as a whole. So those are some tips there. The other thing, if going back to renting a car, if you rent a car, um, you need to know that um, when you cross into the north, you have to have liability insurance for the north. And if you land late, I recommend you stay in the south, like in Larnaca or Nicosia, because the insurance company is there different hours depending on the season. Like one of the borders, they were there one of the days that I crossed till 11 and I had just missed them by 30 minutes. Then when I made it to the other border, or no, the first border, they were there till about eight and I missed them by 30 minutes. Then the other border, the main one, Midahan or the middle one in Nicosia, they were there till 11. And by the time I got there, I had missed them as well. Um, so, and then for the month, just to give you a gauge in the beginning right now of 2024, it's about 35 euros that I paid and you are able to pay with card. And um, once you get it that time, then you don't have to have the insurance people to be there because border control uh, will check your passport at the first stop when you cross different the different borders around the country um, with, you know, the UN and the peacekeeping, et cetera. Then the second stop, they'll check your insurance certificate. So always make sure to have it. And the other thing in Cyprus that I'm generally noticing as a whole, unless you're really familiar with the country, you're not going to necessarily know if you are going to have to cross the North and South border. For example, I realized the other day after I was already driving over an hour towards Salami ruins, that, oh my God, I might have to cross a border and I did not take my passport. 
And I started digging through my phone to see if I had a snapshot of my passport, which I normally always have a picture of it and my license. And I didn't. So I probably or obviously had, you know, by deleted it by mistake. So, but thankfully I was like, please God, don't let this drive like be for nothing. And thankfully it was actually still on the North side before the border. So it ended up being a non-issue. But then yesterday when I went to Nicosia, I knew because that was where I got stopped before. I knew that before I got to the old city, I would absolutely have to cross the border. So I made it, you know, an extra, extra point. Okay, Katrina, don't forget your passport. So I say that to say to make sure, like, just bring your passport with you in general when you're, if you travel, if you end up coming to Cyprus and you're traveling around because you don't know, like, when or how you'll need it. And then speaking of the UN and the peacekeeping zone and the green zone, I ended up going to Nicosia yesterday. And it is in essence in about the center of um, Cyprus and it's a beautiful city. And there's a modern side and a the old city. And before going, like I've mapped out like the kind of the spots and where I want to go in Cyprus and also on my own and or with my mom when she comes to visit. And it's um, also the capital and largest city of Cyprus. And um, it's known also as Lefkosia, which you might see on the um, road signs like Lefkosia or uh, Nicosia. And there is a Cyprus museum there, which includes the Aphrodite of Soli statue, the old city 16th century Venetian wall walls inside the Famagusta, Kirenia and Paphos gates. And yesterday when I went, I visited the old city. I visited, uh, let's see if I can pronounce this right, Thera Square. Hold on, you guys which is beautiful. It's like a park and a um, center close to, it means liberty, literally means Liberty Square. It's the main, um, it's Eleftheria, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It means Liberty Square. It's the main square in Nicosia. And I had a great cup of coffee and like this uh, nut and yogurt blend in this small little coffee shop. And there's a beautiful bridge that's part of the Liberty Square as well. And then I walked to the a tower, an observatory tower as well, to see the city from um, up high in Nicosia, which is really close by. Like a lot of the things are within a mile to two miles. So I parked the car and ended up walking like around. And parking, I think, it was also like two or three euros just to give you a, you know, a um, – point of reference. It was the Shakalas Tower Museum and Observatory. And it's interesting. I ended up meeting a lady named Eva from Bulgaria because I heard her talking on the phone to a friend of hers in Bulgarian. And then so I was like, hey, I'm, you know, telling her in Bulgarian, I'm Bulgarian. And my parents live in Varna and my mom's coming to visit. And her name was, her name was Eva. And I was like, my mom's name's Eva. And then this guy, Julian, overheard me talking and he's from New Zealand and it turns out he's teaching finance in a university about an hour south of Sofia 
And he just moved to Bulgaria about five months ago. So that's also the beauty of travel that I love and just life and being open to possibilities is, you know, you never know how things are going to change, what's going to happen. So in essence, there's some highlights from my um, travels in Cyprus so far in 2024. And stay tuned for the top 10 Cyprus guide and blog and show that will come up in the next couple of weeks. And if you'd love to travel with me at any point, definitely check out fitlifecreation.com backslash retreats for all the creators go global experiences and retreats as well. As always, create, transform, and inspire because you are born to. Leave a review on the show. I would love to shout you out. Drop your Instagram handle, your website, whatever you would love for me to share and create it. All the food chats on faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business. If you haven't already, head on over to the blog, the podcast, and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation. If you're ready to dive into the online courses, the live events, or the retreat. And if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level, definitely check out our internships, our influencer collaborations, management, and brand engagement. Let's create it.